Welcome to the Friends of Israel Today, where we teach biblical truth for changing times. I'm Steve Conover. Our host and teacher, Chris Katolka, recently returned from Israel. He spent three weeks leading our young adult ministry tour, Origins, where they spent the bulk of their time volunteering at Kaplan Medical Center. While there, Chris had the opportunity to interview the new CEO of Kaplan Medical Center, Dr. Carlos Gruzman. Together, they discussed the vision of Kaplan and how they are serving nearly one million people under their care in Rehovot, the heartland of Israel. That and apples of gold today. Let's join Chris with his guest, Dr. Gruzman. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on the program. A few weeks ago, I was in Israel leading our Origins Young Adult trip to serve at Kaplan Medical Center, which is an Israeli hospital. For the past 10 years of my life, I've had the great honor of leading 18 to 28-year-olds to Kaplan to serve the people of Israel. Our theme verse for our ministry trip is Matthew 20, 28, that the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. So for two weeks, our young adults from all over America and Canada put aside their normal lives to live in Israel and to serve the Israeli people. This year, I wanted to sit down with the new CEO of Kaplan Medical Center, Dr. Carlos Gruzman, and his assistant, Shai Alarodi, to talk a bit about the hospital, who the hospital serves, and how it serves, and Carlos's vision for Kaplan. Once you hear from Carlos, you will be swept up by his passion for his work and the Israeli hospital that he serves. My goal in this interview is to raise awareness for Kaplan Medical Center. Many Americans, both Jewish and Christian, are aware of big hospitals like Hadassah in Jerusalem or Rambam in Haifa. Those are big and important hospitals. However, Kaplan is also as important and strategic as those other Israeli hospitals, yet no one is aware of it. So my goal is to introduce you to Kaplan Medical Center so that you too can become an ambassador of such a vital hospital in Israel. So join me now in my interview with Dr. Carlos Gruzman. Carlos, you know, most Americans, when they hear your name, Carlos Gruzman, probably aren't thinking that you would be an Israeli CEO of a, of a, of a medical center. Can you tell us a little bit about your story, where you come from, and how you ended up here today? Yes, uh, my name is a Latin name, and I was born in Argentine, and uh, I finished my medical school in Argentine in 1976, and in 1977, 1977 and I arrived to Israel, and because of that, my name is Carlos, I didn't change my name, it's okay. Uh, this, first of all, I start my career here in Mayer Medical Center in Kfar Saba. I'm living in Kfar Saba till now. I finish there my first specialty, and the other one, and I was a deputy chief of the intensive care in Tel Ashomer, and after that, the chief of the intensive care in Asharon Hospital. And after 20 years from ICU, uh, I decided to make another career. I, I was the deputy chief of Kaplan Medical Center. After that, I work in the headquarters of Klalit for almost 10 years. And uh, after that, I was the CEO of Asharon Hospital and the deputy chief of Rabin Medical Center together. And in the end, I'm 
the Kaplan, CEO of Kaplan Medical Center and Artsfield Hospital. You're a busy man, aren't you? Yes, but I like it. <laughs> uh, you know, as the CEO of Kaplan, um, why is it so important to you to be running this particular hospital? Because I, I think that this is hospital that we, we, we are treating one million people. Our population around is one million people. And it is, uh, for example, 39% of the Ethiopian population in Israel is treating in, medica, in Kaplan Medical Center. A Kaplan Medical Center is a community hospital and we, we like and we love to help the community and to treat them in the best way we can. It's really, really important for us to help, to treat. It's not important if the people are Muslim, Catholic, or Jewish. We will help them without any discrimination. When, when you're thinking about Kaplan Medical Center and, and all the various things that you do, because you manage many different departments, can you share a little bit about each department or the sections of the hospital so that our audience gets an idea of how large this hospital actually is? Oh, it's, it's one of the largest in Israel. With, with uh, Artsfeld, we have 800 beds together with Artsfeld. But if you are asking about Kaplan Medical Center, we have more than, than 50 different departments. And we have everything, everything, instead neurosurgery. Because I don't think that we ne need neurosurgery in uh, every hospital in a little country like Israel. But the other departments, we have everything. We have a children's hospital here. We have a wonderful department about uh, gynecology and obstetrics, uh, ENT, ophthalmology, uh, 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 one of the biggest department of cardiology in, in Israel. We are making open heart operation. Uh, we make ev everything in medicine instead neurosurgery. Can you tell us what separates Kaplan from the rest? What are some of the advancements that are happening at Kaplan Medical Center that you won't find elsewhere? In every, in every hospital in, in, in Israel, there are different things that they are doing better than others, like always. We, we, I think that we, are, we have a great a cardiology system in Kaplan Medical Center, also ophthalmology, every different type of ophthalmology medicine that you think about it, we can make here. ENT uh, and children, beautiful children hospital to help every child here in Israel uh, to make them healthy. The hospital, you know, it serves the heartland of Israel, and that means that you're in the center of Israel, which puts you only about 25 miles from the Gaza Strip. Uh, do you ever handle any patients uh, that are from Israel that are under the constant barrage of missiles or even Palestinians that, uh, that might be injured in the Gaza? Does Kaplan manage uh, and help any of them? This, this is a wonderful question because uh, uh, we can treat both of them. And this is really, really important for me. We, if, if there are soldiers, our soldiers in Gaza or, or near Gaza, 
and, and they are wounded, they will come here to other hospitals also, and we will treat them. But if we will need to treat somebody from Gaza, a Muslim, that have a problem, not only because was a, in the middle of the war, not only because with something with our soldiers, they have, we have a lot of people that they are coming to Israel, not only to Kaplan Medical Center, but also to Kaplan Medical Center from Gaza, and we treat them like we treat everybody here. And this is one of the things that I love in Israel. We don't make difference. In, in our hospital, we will treat everybody without any difference. If it will come one of our soldiers, we will treat him. If will come one of the children or people from Gaza that need our help, we will treat them exactly in the same way. You show no discrimination in Israel at the hospital. No discrimination. Everybody can think about politics in this side or on the other side. There are not politics in my hospital. We will treat everybody in the same way without any discrimination. And Shai, I think you were telling me a story the other day about um, a young boy during the recent Gaza operation that happened, a young Palestinian boy that was playing with a rocket uh, in the Gaza and he, it, it blew up around him. He was injured and he was brought here to Kaplan Medical Center. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, actually, the boy was rushed here after severe injuries. He was hospitalized in the intensive care unit for a few days. He was stabilized. Uh, he was going under several uh, major operations and uh, he's uh, back home. But I have uh, another very nice story for you. Maybe we can share it with your audience. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a um, woman giving uh, birth, a Palestinian one, giving birth to a baby who came here after they couldn't treat her at, uh, at Gaza. And uh, she was hospitalized with her in a room together with some other Israeli uh, um, woman that gave birth. She's living right across the border of Gaza and they were hospitalized at the same room. Uh, I, I won't lie and tell you that they both liked it very much, but I'm sure that uh, they appreciated our treatment very much. And the bottom line is that both of them were talking about peace while hospitalized in, in the same room. So. Yes, what Carlos says is absolutely correct. We, we treat everyone the same way and uh, with no discrimination whatsoever. And, and I mean, Kaplan even has international news. Uh, recently with the Crimea situation, with uh, Russian and Ukrainian forces working against one another, um, you at Kaplan Medical Center in Rehovot, Israel, treated an injured Ukrainian yes. that was fighting? Yes, not, not only fighting. We receive a lot of Ukrainian wounded people here. Not only that we are fighting, the population from Ukraine that was wounded because of, of bombs or, or other things. We receive them here. We make every, every surgery, different treatment, uh, um, rehabilitation, everything. And we send them back. 
Kaplan Medical Center is doing amazing work to not only help the Israelis here in the heartland of Israel, serving more than a million Israelis in various cities in the center of Israel, but it's also helping Palestinians and people from all around the world. And I know that we've been touched here at the Friends of Israel by Kaplan Medical Center as we've served through various capacities with our Origins Young Adult Program and also with our Hesed Program. Uh, when we return... I want to ask Dr. Carlos about his vision for Kaplan Medical Center. So stick around. Folks, I want to introduce you to an important book, The Feast of Israel, Shadows of the Messiah by Bruce Scott. You know, context is everything, especially when you study the Bible. And it's always good to remember the Bible is a Jewish book with Jewish writers writing from a Jewish worldview. Jesus was the Jewish Messiah, and he didn't celebrate Christmas or Easter. He celebrated the Jewish festivals like Passover, Hanukkah, and Purim. Jesus' ministry, the cross, his resurrection, second coming, and future reign as king and lord are not only in the New Testament, they are also hidden within the Jewish holidays and feasts of the Old Testament. That's why the book, The Feast of Israel, Shadows of the Messiah, will help you know the fullness of Jesus' ministry through the biblical feasts of Israel. Order your copy today at foiradio.org or call our toll-free number 888-343-6940. That's 888-343-6940. Welcome back, everybody. Carlos, I want to talk about your vision, um, kind of what you've see coming and what your desire for Kaplan Medical Center is to see how it will grow. Can you share a little bit about your vision for Kaplan Medical Center? Kaplan can be the beautiful hospital, the best and the beautiful hospital in Israel. We have a a wonderful master plan, um, but we need uh, a lot of uh, financial assistance to do it. We, uh, We are building now at Artsfeld in Kaplan Medical Center is a geriatric and rehabilitation center, four floors here. We will we want to make a cardiac center, is six floors, is the biggest cardiac center in the Middle East. We need to build a new building for hemato-oncology and to rebuild the other part of the of the hospital, the OR and the internal medicine departments. If we, we, we receive the help that we need, and for sure the headquarters of Clalit will matching the money that we will receive, I, I'm telling again, in seven years, this, this will be the best and the beautiful hospital in Israel. That's an amazing vision that you have, that you want to turn Kaplan Medical Center in the heartland of Israel into the best hospital in Israel. Uh, What are some tangible ways that our audience can help Kaplan Medical Center? How can they help? Uh, um, Number one, I would like to say this, you can come on a Hesed program or an Origins program and serve here and tangibly help, but there are also other ways that you can help. Uh, What is that, uh, Carlos? First of all, 
if if we will have people like the friend of Israel here from the from abroad, not only from the states, that they they will help like you are helping us always will be will be wonderful. We'll need financial uh, uh, assistance, but everybody that wants to come to Israel to help in our hospital, to voluntary like you, and people that they have the money to give us to build will be wonderful. But I'm, I'm telling you the truth, I prefer people than money. And if, if we will receive more volunteers like the Friend of Israel, is more than enough for us. Folks, I really want you to consider giving to Kaplan Medical Center. And there's a way that you can do that in the United States. It's through the American Friends of Kaplan Medical Center. The national director is Lou Boucher. You can, first of all, visit www.afkmc.org. Or you can call 215-932-2974. And this is a great way for you to tangibly give to Israel. If you've ever asked yourself the question, hey, I really want to give to Israel, I want to help the Israeli people, you know, this is a real tangible way to help more than a million Israelis that are right here in the heartland of Israel at Kaplan Medical Center. So I want to thank Carlos and Shai for being on the program today. Carlos, thank you very much. Thank you for everything that you make for the Kaplan American Center and from Israel. And Shai, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Chris. You are our dearest friend. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Dr. Carlos Grusman. You know, for being a CEO of a very large hospital in Israel, he's incredibly personable and down-to-earth. Working in the intensive care unit for years himself, you, you can definitely see the level of detail he gives to each person that comes to just say hello to him as he walks around the hospital campus. The total cost of Carlos's vision is $200 million, but with a match grant from Clalit, the health insurance company Kaplan is associated with, Kaplan is only responsible for raising $100 million. It's a lot of money, my friends, but I'm confident the right people out there will make Carlos's vision a reality and help the one million Israelis Kaplan serves. Israel, on the verge of becoming a state, a teenage Holocaust survivor arrives on her shores alone. His name is Svi Kalisher. Little did he know his search for a new life in the Holy Land would lead him to the Messiah. Svi, enthusiastic to share his faith, engaged others in spiritual conversations, many of which can be found in our magazine, Israel, My Glory. While Svi is now in the presence of his Savior, his collected writings from well over 50 years of ministry continue to encourage believers worldwide. Now, Apples of Gold, a dramatic reading from the life of Svi. During the recent election campaign here in Israel, various candidates battled for the office of prime minister. One candidate in particular, a rabbi running on an ultra-Orthodox party ticket, placed an ad in the newspaper stating, God will judge those who do not give their votes to our political party. 
A few days later, he ran another, stating, If you vote for our party, you will earn a place in the Garden of Eden. It'll be your passport to paradise. These claims upset me. And the Lord gave me the courage to go to the party's headquarters to discuss them. As soon as people there saw I was not wearing a hat or beard, they became suspicious and asked, Who are you? What do you want here? I replied, Your newspaper ad states you have the power to send people to paradise if they vote for your party. As far as I know, God is the only one who has this authority. Has he given you power to act on his behalf? They thought I was crazy and called over one of their so-called fighters to set me straight. He asked why I was attacking them. I responded, I have not come here to attack you. I would like to know why you are using God's name in your advertising. The Ten Commandments state, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Exodus 20, verse 7. They asked what political party I represented. I do not represent any party. But as a believer in God, according to the Scriptures, I consider your statements blasphemous. I know what the Lord expects of us as His chosen people, and I could not rest until I came here and told you. If I had not come, I would have been guilty before God. He has instructed us to go to all nations and preach the gospel of the Lord. The man then asked, Do you know the Talmud? I answered, I try my best to keep the law of the Lord, but I do not follow your false beliefs. He then asked, Do you know about the 613 oral laws? I replied, It is impossible to keep the Ten Commandments, so how do you expect a person to keep 613 laws? By now he was frustrated and said, Let us go down to the bottom line. What is your faith? I believe in the Lord, not according to your false traditions, but according to the scriptures. You are trying to draw others into your trap, and it is my duty before God to try and stop you. I did not come here to threaten you, as your rabbi has done, by telling people if they do not vote for your party, God will judge them. He then changed the subject and asked what I thought about the coming of the Messiah. I opened my Bible, I read Isaiah 53, and asked, Do you think we should be looking for the Messiah to come or to return? What do you think, he asked in return. I replied, I do not have to think. I know because it is written here in the Bible, which was inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Messiah has already once come, and one day soon he will come again. Before I left, I gave my testimony about how I came to believe in the Lord Jesus as my Savior and Israel's Messiah. I pray I will have further opportunities to speak with Him and that they will see the danger of taking the Lord's name in vain. As we close, I'd like to thank Dr. Grusman from Kaplan Medical Center for being on our program today. If you're interested in supporting or learning more about the American Friends of Kaplan Medical Center, visit their website at afkmc.org. Again, that's afkmc.org. 
As we close, I'll remind you once more about Bruce Scott's book, The Feasts of Israel. You'll find it at foiradio.org. And if you've never subscribed to our bi-monthly magazine, I invite you to sign up for a free one-year trial subscription. Call our listener line at 888-343-6940. Again, that's 888-343-6940. Or you can write to us at FOI Radio PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Once again, that's FOI Radio PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099 or simply visit us at foiradio.org. Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Our associate producer and engineer is Tom Gallione. Mike Kellogg read Apples of Gold, and our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong. I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people. 